When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast. Starring Dave Schilling, Jabari Smith Jr., Benny the Bull, Joey Devine, Theo Pinson, David Green, John Keane. Obi Toppin, G-Wiz, special guest Vince Mancini, Patreons, Andy Lou, thank you Andy, Noah Cohen, thank you Noah, Bridget Willard, thank you Bridget, musical guest, Joey Battis! And now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi! It's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with a brand new episode. I'm here, as always, with America's Uncle Dad, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm pretty good. Ooh, pretty good, huh? Yeah, my um, nephew's uh, my nephew's having a birthday soon, and I have. Uh, let me tell you this strategy I have, Joey. Mm-hmm. I uh, I've been like slow playing his birthday gifts. Mm-hmm. How so? So I gave him uh, I gave him a Warriors Championship T-shirt a couple mm-hmm. days ago. Today at his swim lesson, uh, I bought him a kickboard. Great. 
and it was it was wrapped and i mm-hmm. i was holding my own kickboard that looked exactly the same and i said you're never going to be able to guess what this present is mm-hmm. he was Couldn't he was able it. to guess joey yeah and then uh he's getting a he's getting a swim jacket with his name on the back mm, fun so, yeah but the key is i've given him gifts on days when no one else is giving him mm-hmm. gifts yep because yeah. you're you're uh, a winner I'm a winner. <laughs> the other ones can get lost in the shuffle, mm-hmm. but three individual days where he received a birthday present from well, from Sean, Uncle Sean. You're talking about Uncle Dad behavior, and this is round ball rock reader mail. Oh, <laughs> communications from listeners. Why do we call it reader mail? It is confusing for robots. Our friend Damon Agnos sent us an email that was oh. just titled Question. Oh. And it says, <laughs> Heat lifer Udonis Haslam has a unique role in the NBA. Not quite a bet coach, but no longer really a player either. And uh-huh. to his younger teammates, he's not quite a peer, but not technically an authority figure. Given all of that, is it possible that his nickname, UD, stands for Uncle Dad? Sean, oh. you're the expert here. Is Udonis Haslam Uncle Dad of the God, Miami he, Heat? He, he's not the same kind of Uncle Dad as I am, but he's like he feels like he's more of a throwback Uncle Dad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like childless adult, but because he was in Vietnam, you know what I mean? That's <laughs> like what Udonis Haslam feels like. Like he'd teach you to swim by throwing you in the water. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's not being nice and playing he doesn't play games mm-hmm. with you uh like your 16th birthday he'll teach you how to drive a stick shift but it's like in a car with no brakes yeah he's like um um what what uh he's like uncle this boy's life <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Like he's I mean, I don't think he's like mean, but he he definitely mean. do that he's great Sant- he'd do that great Santini thing. But, yeah, I mean, he's in like this boy's life, it doesn't really come- great Santini. Yeah. Too, yeah, I mean, I think he'd like I feel like Udonis Haslam is loyal to the heat. So he'd like he would teach you how to dry gulch somebody just like mm-hmm. Robert De Niro in this boy's life. He just wouldn't necessarily dry gulch you himself. Like it, mm-hmm. Udonis Haslam would fight you straight up. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think he'd fight Jimmy Butler straight up. I think he, I think he was willing to fight Jimmy Butler in that game. Yeah, but I not think, straight I think up. Udonis- I think I think they were going to. I think I think UD Uncle Dad Haslam was going to do some. So I think he had I think Udonis Haslam constantly has a handful of sand in his pockets oh. at all times <laughs> to throw in in his competitor's eyes right before I, the fight starts. <laughs> I just I think he could beat up Jimmy Butler, don't you? Uh, yeah, probably. But because I mean, all he does is lift weights and threaten to fight people uh-huh, yeah. and and breed fighting dogs. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, yeah, he's like he's more of an uncle, like Uncle Sam as an uncle mm-hmm. where people are like, oh, we're glad to have him around. But everybody's actually kind of afraid of him. Yeah. And they're like, eh, we can't really tell you some of the stuff he did behind closed doors because that's classified. Unlike, I would say, the previous the Cleveland Cavaliers version of Udonis Haslam, Kendrick Perkins, who was like an Uncle Rico. 
Yeah, y'all uh, telling you yeah. how great he was. Yeah, yeah. And like not getting invited to things uh-huh, and, yeah. and like really letting himself go. And he was like, man, uh-huh. I used to be able to dunk a ball over a mountain. Who are other fans? Man, we uncles? never. Ooh, ooh. Um, <laughs> uncle Cliffy. Uh-huh. Uncle Cliffy is is like your stoner uncle. You right. know what I mean? Who like maybe disappears every once in a while. He's but... the red foo of the NBA, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. He's exactly. an uncle, right? Red foo was a red famous foo uncle. Is... Wait, <laughs> he is was red the, uncle, the uncle, right? Uncle, he was the, I think red foo <laughs> is the uncle of the other guy. In no, LMFAO. I think the other guy was red foo's uncle, actually. Uh, yeah, for oh, those oh. of you that don't know. <laughs> <laughs> LMFAO was uh the first uncle uh uncle nephew musical combo. It's um, a rare one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh Red Foo. Well, he's I mean, the other thing is he's uh Barry Gordy's. Right, son. but you know, we don't need to talk about that. But yeah, okay, I believe Sky, Sky Blue, Blue yeah, okay, is Red, the uncle. <laughs> no, Red Foo, Red Foo, Sky Blue is the is the half nephew. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I would have guessed the more famous one was uh the nephew. Uh <laughs> No, no, he's he's the, Well, he's also Rockwell's half brother. Yeah, yeah. Um all right, we should Somebody's watching. Well, there's a, are there other uncles Have we left yeah, out yeah. any uncles? Uh Uncle Drew well, he doesn't count. Uncle he's Drew, fake. like in the movie, he's like not a very good uncle. Well, OK, who's the Uncle Fester of the NBA? Ooh, uh, Jim Boylan. <laughs> <laughs> but like in the role of that family, Uncle Fester's like loyal, but sort of steering them wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not really familiar with Uncle Fester on the TV show. I'll no. be honest. I know the Christopher Lloyd version. Have you speaking of the Adams family, Sean, have uh-huh. you seen who is playing Gomez Adams in Tim Burton's Adams family that's coming out? Oh, my God. No, I have not. Uh, can I think you could guess a hundred people before you guessed who is playing Gomez Adams? Because my thought would be like, like Javier Bardem wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like that's the right kind of role. I could even see it being like something Adam Brody did to be not Adam Brody. Adrian sorry, Brody, uh, Adam yeah. Driver uh, or Adrian Brody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was. I was going to say two names. And so I'm like the guy from the OC. That's no, um, that's my Gomez Adams. Uh, uh, well, first off, I'll tell you who's playing Morticia Adams. Is it uh, is it Lisa Marie? Oh no, I no, guess they're not they went older. Anymore. They went older, dude. Uh, it's Catherine Zeta Jones. Okay, that Lisa, that one, yeah. that makes sense. And she is very married Angelica to, Houston vibes. Yeah, and she's married, married to an old to decrepit man, Gomez Adams, uh, who is played by, of course, Luis Guzman. Wait, um, what? <laughs> I mean, not that he would necessarily be bad, but like, what a weird choice. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, I mean, good for him. Yeah. Uh, wow. Who's the Luis Guzman of the NBA? We're not going to do that. <laughs> I just wanted that. Um, other famous uncles. Sorry. Uh, back oh, to yeah. that. Uh, uncle Leo from Seinfeld. Who's the Uncle Leo of the NBA? It's Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce is the Uncle oh, Leo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can say it's always like, what did you do? You didn't tell me the girl was from Turkey. Mm-hmm. You're firing me from ESPN, uh-huh. Jerry. Uh, Uncle Phil from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, uh, oh. who is a cop 
don't forget, uh, he is a cop. Um, <laughs> was he? Well, no, he's a judge. He's, he's a, a judge, judge, but he's a cop. But I mean, um, yeah, that's he's, he's he's on the prosecution side. Yeah. I gotta say, Shaq is that Shaq? No, it's got to be somebody a little more dignified. Than yeah, Shaq. somebody more fatherly. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shaq is very uncle-y, I yeah, would say, yeah, despite yeah. being a father of of six, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, oh, and we should think about a current player for that too. Mm-hmm. Uncle Phil of the NBA, Tyson Chandler. Um, he's not Tyson Chandler's not bad. Um, but I, I want someone who's like playing now, right? Um, yeah, there's no real like Steve Young of the NBA, like someone who's like, yeah, I got a law degree actually while mm-hmm. he's playing. Um, I don't know. I don't. Marcus think... Aldridge. Mm, it's okay. It's the right kind of energy, but I don't know if he's the yeah. perfect guy. I well, don't know why I'm always thinking it needs to be a big man. It doesn't necessarily need to be yeah. a big man. I'll tell you who the uncle Jesse of the NBA is. Who's that? <laughs> well, that is LeBron James, the most embarrassing man in town who Ooh, thinks he's yeah. cool. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> he's like, have mercy. <laughs> LOL. Hashtag. Um, God, he's, of, yeah you guys like the beach boys right yeah. speaking of congratulations los angeles lakers to, uh for signing him to a two-year extension mm-hmm. um well they they convinced him to stay based on their moves this offseason yeah. he, <laughs> he wanted to play with lonnie walker the fourth and that's what he's gonna get to do um he said kendrick nunn's coming back then i'm coming back Mm-hmm. Taylor Horton Tucker can win us a play-in game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just never going to move. That's the thing about the Lakers. Like, it's not like they've been very competent, but they have been mm-hmm. correct that LeBron really doesn't want to move again, mm-hmm. or at least he doesn't want to move before Bronny is in All the right. NBA. I have another famous uncle. Okay, uh, good. it's uh, Count Olaf from Lemony Snicket's uh, series Ooh. of Fortune, and that is, of course, Chris Paul. Chris Paul, I was just yeah. going to say, yeah. <laughs> Who's the Uncle Junior of the NBA? Mm. Can I can I tell you who I think it is? And it's a weird it's a weird choice. Sure, I think it's Victor Oladipo. Constantly injured, effectively on house arrest, and uh, busts out some musical songs. I feel for a like while. he doesn't fall on his face enough. Like, uh, there's not enough scheming that fails with Victor Oladipo, though. I think wasn't he trying to scheme his way out of Indiana? Like now he's on the now he's on the Heat. Like being on the Heat is like joining the mob. All right, who's Uncle Buck? Oh, oh my god <laughs> like crude but lovable yeah Maybe like steven adams <laughs> like he shows up on a team and people are like i don't know if this is gonna work and then they're like oh you know his rough and dumb away i think it's gotta be someone who's been out. on more teams than steven adams though okay um, um like uncle buck it's like is it pj tucker is pj tucker uncle buck no he's too he's too like Tough. PJ Tucker's like too clean and tough, yeah. and like like PJ Tucker's actually cool. Mm-hmm. But who's someone who like seems like they might smoke cigars? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it almost Javale McGee. You know, a little almost. bit of a cross racial Uncle Buck there. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, mm. they're all going to be cross-racial, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean... Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe... Hmm. I mean, like, Brian Reeves would have been a great Uncle Buck. <laughs> no, because he's a bumpkin, actually. Uncle Buck isn't a not, bumpkin. Yeah, no, he's like a party guy. Like, yeah. Uncle Buck is like a guy who wears a Hawaiian shirt. He's like... He and Captain Ron are in the same genre of people. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know who is an uncle, but we haven't mentioned him. Uh-huh. And it's Taj Gibson. Oh, Taj yeah. Gibson is like he—he he might be the Uncle Phil of the NBA. Actually, I mean, he's somebody that probably gets called Unc all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I'm trying to think if we're forgetting any famous uncle. Oh, you know who might... Uncle Cracker. Who's Uncle Cracker? <laughs> well, I was going to... Well, <laughs> first off, I think Uncle Buck might be Kent Bazemore. Okay, um, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Wears sweatpants all the vibes. time. He's just yeah, vibe. like, Not very good, but vibes all the time, you know? Uh-huh. And, like, I could see Uncle Buck, like, tucking his sweatshirt into his sweatpants, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Would you be that surprised if Kent Bazemore smoked smelly cigars? <laughs> no. Not really, right? No. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised if Kent Bazemore like taught Macaulay Culkin how to fight. Uh huh. You know. <laughs> um, um, Uncle Tupelo is obviously the 2012 Oklahoma City now, Thunder. Now you know what though? Because they had to split up and do their own projects. <laughs> but hold on, <laughs> PJ Tucker is absolutely Uncle Buck because okay, the pancake obsession. Oh, and he's well, you know, he's kind of drifted around a lot yeah, before he got yeah. to the league. Yeah, it's PJ Tucker's absolutely the uncle. Okay, okay. I, I'm okay with that. All yeah. Right. <laughs> uncle Tuck. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> uncle Uncle Tupelo's the Thunder. Though. Yeah. Um, what was oh you said Uncle Cracker? <laughs> I don't I don't really so, even, like I'm not sure who real like I'm not I can tell you who sure who I'm, is. but I don't I don't even know who like Uncle Cracker is in real life. That's not what even I'm telling NBA you. Version. I'm about to tell you. Okay, okay, okay. Cool, cool. So Sorry. Uncle Cracker was Kid Rock's DJ who then went solo <laughs> and had two hits, but one of the hits was like a cover of like uh what is that song? Drift Away. Uh-huh. Um uh, Wait, drift it. He covered yeah, yeah. drift away. Like, yeah, yeah. The- yeah, give, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but what? Um, but he called it. Well, hold on. What was the Uncle Cracker? Uncle Cracker away? with a K. I feel like that <laughs> might have some racist implication. Uh-huh. Drift away. Yeah. Yeah. But he changed the lyrics for sure. Let me tell you some of these lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Um, so not the beach boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the one change he made. Uh, anyway, so, okay, who was like a secondary player on a good team who then became the lead player on a really really shitty team that's who of the Wait, NBA's that's uncle, uncle cracker, cracker? yeah because he was i feel like he's not really like he wasn't really that successful i, I mean what i'm telling <laughs> no but what i'm telling you is he was successful when he was kid rock's dj i just i'm gonna just 
I'm going to say that isn't like that high level. It's not level that of high. Success. Fair enough. But like, what? Who was the second guy on a pretty good team who got signed to be uh, not a pretty good team? Yeah, We're you're talking right. about a playing well, team guy I, yeah, who, who yeah. decides he needs his own squad. Oh, it, that, it's Karis LeVert. That is the oh Uncle yeah, cracker yeah. Of the, the Uncle NBA. Cracker. Yeah. Oh man, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, you know who's a fucking bummer? Karis LeVert. I mean, you're right. you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> I just it's just a bummer that it uh exists. Uh-huh. Uh uh-huh. Um But yeah, Drift Away was uh the number one song on uh by Uncle Cracker John was the number one song on Billboard's adult contemporary chart for a staggering record setting 28 weeks. <laughs> Wait, that was a quote. The quote. Uh, I don't understand that. <laughs> uh, that it was the number one adult contemporary song in America in 2003 for 28 straight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have some voicemails we have right, to get geez, to. Wow, we did we did this for so long. I'm um, sorry, there were a lot of uncles. By the way, uh, you can you can see. A staggering 28 weeks. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and now you can see him at the Best in the West Nugget Rig, uh-huh. Rib Cook-Off on mm-hmm. Sunday, September 5th. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, you know what? Maybe for Karis LeVert after all. You know, you were talking over the drop. What You prefer Karis LeVert after all? Okay, great. Okay. I'm just saying there's hope for him. If, if, if Uncle Cracker can make it 28 weeks. Right. <laughs> Sean and Joey can't come to the phone right now, but luckily phones are the domains of me, a robot. If you know the extension of Tillman Fertita, please dial it now. Press 1 to have a single beer with Zach Lowe. Press 2 for Senegal-related inquiries. Press 3 for Movie Times read by Brooke Lopez. Press 33 to hear problematic things Bill Simmons wrote in the early 2000s. Press 0 at any time to leave a message for Sean and Joey. That's right, you two can leave a message for Sean and Joey, just dial 323-682-0342. Once again that number is, 323-682-0342, please give me a call, being a robot is a solitary road. Right, Sean, we got to burn through these because we got an hour with Vince Mansoni. Yeah, we have it. Um, it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we got some voicemails we haven't done in a while. Um, which one do you want to hear from first? Um, let's hear from our friend Queen Ozymandias. All right. We love Queen Ozymandias. Here she is. Hey, pals. Um, this is Christine or Queen Ozymandias or whatever. Um, and I... So I'm sick. I have contracted the novel coronavirus. And um, so I'm watching The Bear on Hulu, and I keep fucking seeing the ads for the, like, Lakers documentary, whatever. Um, And it's driving me fucking insane because uh, Mark Cuban, there's, like, a little tiny clip of it, uh, or of Mark Cuban, and he says, like, oh, it's like the real-life succession. But he says secession. Um, and it's just, it's really bothering me. And I, I thought I would share that with my friends. 
I hope you guys are having a lovely day. Well, get better, Queen Ozymandias, uh, yeah. first off. Uh, hope you're enjoying that wet beef um, oh, from the bear. Oh, the, be- the bear. <clears throat> Gotta get, get that the risotto. risotto to it's go. Not ready. It's not ready yet. They're making risotto to order <laughs> at a wet beef sandwich place. By Great. the way, I uh, feel bad because apparently they do sell chocolate cake at, uh, what's it called? Uh, everybody's with the wet out, beef the chain. wet beef store yeah yeah um what is it called it doesn't matter care. dude <laughs> anyway they don't sell risotto though yeah <laughs> the wet beef store um, that show i gotta say that finale did not make any sense it's okay uh their money was oh you dropped out you i don't want to okay i'm not gonna i'm not gonna I'm give not, any spoilers. i almost I'm spoiled just... it i almost spoiled it all right um sean <laughs> First off, I want to ask you, do you know who directed that Hulu Lakers documentary, Sean? Um, if I had to make a guess, was mm-hmm. it Jay Moore? No, it's going to blow your mind when I tell you who did. Is it a Laker fan? Yes. But I would say he's more famous for being adjacent to a very famous Laker fan. Gary Marshall. No. Um, that she's a, she was a Clippers fan first off. <laughs> well, she, I mean, she went to all the games. <laughs> uh, um, it is. Uh, uh, oh, oh, oh! Is it? Um, who's the guy who's directed a bunch of those Denzel? F. Gary Gray. No, but you're in the right ballpark. Oh, it's someone man. weirder than F. Gary Gray. Is uh, he related to Denzel? Is he associated with yes, Denzel? He makes a lot of Denzel Washington movies. Well, uh, and his dead. name is Antoine Fuqua. Oh my God! Wow. Okay. <laughs> the guy who directed right, one of that... our favorite movies, uh, White House Down. Everyone go see White House Down. He's a good um, director, man. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, he's like shittier Tony Scott. Uh, which there's nothing wrong with being shittier Tony Scott. Uh, and I, in some ways, he exceeds him. In some ways, he doesn't wear tiny shorts the same way. But he directed <laughs> the the Gangsters Paradise movie. Training day, come on now. Training day's great. All the equalizers. I loved Brooklyn's finest. Yeah. Not necessarily. Okay, we can't talk okay. about it. We can't keep talking that. about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but how do you feel about Mark Olympus Cuban? has fallen, by the way. He did not make White House Down. Oh, we, I, meant Olymp- we liked. I, meant, I know. Yeah, I, know I don't mean. like. I actually don't like White House Down. I like Olympus has fallen. My mistake. Yeah. Um, Sean, how do you feel about Mark Cuban not understanding business terms? Oh, hilarious. Also, yeah, perfect. Do you think that was a dog whistle that he said secession? Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. I mean, yeah, he's he's running. All right. <laughs> As a ref- he's, he's going to be in the forward party. Yeah, he's in the. Yeah, he. Oh, God. All right. Uh, <laughs> who do you want to hear from next? Uh, let's hear from uh, fake big corbs. Okay. Fake corbs. Here we I don't go. know. Hey, everyone, Windy here. Oh, All it's right. fake Windy. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> hey, everyone. Windy here. Now. Something very odd, very strange is happening at the jungle of Newell, where Horton the elephant splashed in the cool of the pool. Now suddenly, Horton stops splashing. He picks up some dust. Now why would he do that? He acts like he must. And all the league offices don't have a clue. Who is it that Horton is hearing? Who? And I wish I could say more, and I know I'll be hated, but I'm really concerned that I'll be aggregated. Mm. 
that is maybe the best call we've ever gotten. That that's was really Brian good. Windhorse doing Horn Near wow. the Who. I mean, that's um, good. <laughs> I have a feeling that if Brian Windhorse was the Lorax, he would not speak to the trees because mm. you know, people. No, he would that. speak to the trees, but he He's wouldn't spe- tell us what the trees were saying. Yeah, 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 that's true. Um, <laughs> He's got to keep the. Sorry, a mosquito just was flying on my arm. Oh, God. Um, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> and then finally, we've got a call from our friend Mike Burchett up in Portland, baby. It's Burger Week. It's Burger Week. Let's hear about all those burgers, Portlandians. Hey, Sean. Hey, Joey. It's Mike. Uh, Colin, because it's the off season. Things are quiet. You know, training camp hasn't started. And listening to the Tiger Woods episode and thinking about uh, all the gambling and uh, things that professional athletes do on the road, my question for you today is, which NBA player, Michael Jordan excluded, has a system for roulette? Thanks, and I'll take my answer off the air. Oh, boy. So I want to I want to talk about one thing that we saw in Las Vegas first, mm-hmm. sure. which was a group of men. Betting extremely heavily (laughs) on black on roulette. So so much much money. money. (laughs) Thousands of dollars. At like a at like a one dollar roulette table, too. Yeah, it was one that like (laughs) some of our friends had just been kind of parked on playing various numbers, like yeah, (laughs) uh, like playing the corners and everything. And these guys were just putting massive amounts of money like five hundred dollars on black every time more or than was that, it 200 i think no it was like more money than, well because then they were making the up yeah this guy was putting like five hundred dollars and then he would make the people in his group put more money on black uh-huh. and they and just, they, they, they just lost, lost like eight or nine <laughs> times in a row and it was this group of seven people just like oh <laughs> Black again. And meanwhile, our friend Keith, who again won Vegas this year, uh, <laughs> refused king. to leave the table because he was just so fascinated by it. Uh-huh. Um, and he got drawn in. He put like 20 on it, too, just because <laughs> of the peer pressure at one point. And then I thought like when they won, it would be this huge celebration. It kind of nope. was. They just kept they, playing They black. just bet on yeah. black again. <laughs> It was like watching that owning Mahoney movie with with Seymour <laughs> Hoffman. We're just gambling like a robot. Um, uh-huh. Okay, um, who has a system for roulette? Ob- Kyrie Irving has a system for roulette, but he doesn't play because mm-hmm. um, he yeah. Uh, but I think there's one answer here. Okay, and it is Russell Westbrook. Oh, I thought that too. Like he's. <laughs> And he plays the same numbers every time. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what the result is. Yeah. He has exactly. one way to do it. He yeah. doesn't care if he wins or loses, but he's got to play the numbers every time. Yeah. And it's always it's always like some combination that seems like a triple double. Also, it's I always hate- like three double digit numbers every time. And he's like, huh? huh? OK, Sean, if there was one former or current NBA player mm-hmm. that you think could count cards. Ooh, well, I mean, Jerry Lucas. Yeah. Jerry Lucas, because he was Mr. Uh-huh. Memory and he could like memorize uh-huh. the phone book. But but besides him. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like LeBron can probably count cards if he can remember every basketball play that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a theory about that, right, Joey? No, but hold on. I because okay. I have the I think there's an obvious answer here. Who can count I think cards? There's okay. only one NBA player ever who ever uh, or now ever. 
Jerry who, Lucas to no, count. Okay, no, okay, no, but I'm no. Hold on, not okay. that ever, not the ever who can count cards. You're not letting me finish my oh, sentence. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Who would be good enough at it and at systems to be part of that uh, that oh, team? That, the where, MIT, where, yeah, yeah, where in the movie he would then be cast by a white person, and that is Shane Battier. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he can yeah, do that, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jerry Lucas would be, like, immediately kicked out of the casino because he'd be like, you know, I'm counting cards, right, guys? Yeah, yeah, and they'd yeah. be like, you're one of the 75 yeah. greatest players of all time because <laughs> you yeah, were the sixth man on a Knicks team once. Um, but, yeah, Shane Battier absolutely could be on the bringing down the house uh, team, which also means he could work in the front office of the Oakland A's at any point if he wanted. That's true. Um, that's yeah. true. <laughs> this is... <laughs> You know, I used to work for one of those guys, right? I do know that. Uh, yeah. Do you want to spill any dirt about uh, uh, how did he feel about the movie when it came out? Uh, he liked he thought it was funny that he was cast as a white guy. Yeah. yeah. It's also it's also funny because he's like a pretty good looking guy, too. Uh-huh. He's just it's a good looking Asian guy. And um, I kept trying to get him to I think at the time he was working for the Blazers. And I was like, what's going on with the Blazers? He's like, eh, I really can't tell you. But very chill, very chill guy. I got to say for uh, a high achieving card counter, very chill about uh, letting me make videos on like a city bus uh, mm-hmm. for his website. Um, great. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else we need to cover here, Sean? Oh, there is one thing, actually. Um, so, Sean, why don't you explain to the listeners while I set up a thing here okay. what we're about to do Okay. with our friend Vince Mancini. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, every year the, the NBA comes out with these uh, schedule release videos, mm-hmm. which are vary in quality between, like, an in arena like joke thing that Dirk Nowitzki would be in to like what someone might do for a promposal that goes viral mm-hmm. on TikTok. Yeah. And it's been happening for a couple of years and now there's all this group pressure to release them. And like in the last couple of days, every team, uh, Except put out a short film about the schedule and varying levels of commitment and buy-in from their, players we brought our friend vince mancini from up rocks and film drunk uh who's a film critic who gets paid money to review movies to review some of these with us but before we do that we mentioned this one later in the episode but we mm-hmm. might as well talk it out now the spurs because we got a reaction the spurs released one where the uh coyote is djing Mm-hmm. So we asked America's Greatest Wedding DJ, DJ Eli Freshmode. Available um, for all your needs in Northern yep. California, but particularly the Sacramento area. Yep. Uh, to uh, to judge his uh, DJ, the Coyotes DJing style. And he just called us literally right now and left this voicemail. Hey, what's up, Round Ball? This is uh, Eli Freshmode, a real DJ. And I got a big old problem with that. Coyote for the Spurs and the schedule release thing. Uh, they couldn't get a real DJ? Like, to come in there and do some real transitions and, like, put on some real stuff? And he, was, he only used one turntable. There were two. And he used it at the end. Um, I think the problem was the headphones were pinching his eyes the whole time, which isn't typically a problem. Um, but, you know, and then, like, the, the backspin button is the only one he used. 
And like, it sounded so rough. Is that why nobody was in the store? Did they all leave? Or did he break into the place? I, I just don't know. The whole thing went on way too long. And I'm never going to go to a hab now. No, no. So, uh, but yeah, that magic song was hype though. All right, y'all, keep it up. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, this, the coyote DJing in the schedule release video definitely broke in after hours, I would mm-hmm. say. If you yeah. The that coyote br- goes wherever he wants after hours. It's actually a rule that the coyote is not allowed in your house unless you invite him in or he breaks mm-hmm. in. So you also um, can't feed him after, after midnight, midnight, particularly. Yeah. Yeah. Not not psychotropic and, drugs um, in particular. If he doesn't do bath salts every 25 minutes, he dies. Um, he dies. Yeah, uh, that's the <laughs> and if he wears pants. If he wears pants, he dies, too. Yeah. Um, well, thank you, Elliot. Don't Thanks. hire the the coyote for your DJing needs. Hire DJ Eli Fresh Mode. My uh, family in particular has hired him <laughs> three times. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to hire him, go to his Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I believe all his contact info is there. It is uh, probably Eli Fresh Mode. I think DJ it's Eli, Eli Fresh, Fresh Mode. mode. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Eli Fresh Mode. Let <laughs> me see. Should have set this up. Eli Fresh Mode. Yeah. At Eli Fresh Mode. E-L-I fresh mode yeah um great and here's us with vince mancini oh a note about this for some reason my computer didn't recognize my microphone so my audio sounds a little worse than normal but it's it's listenable i promise um vince is the star yeah also vince is the star uh patreon.com slash round rock pod t-shirts at t public five star reviews on itunes uh, follow us on Twitter at RoundRockPod. Email us at RoundRockPod at gmail.com. Call us on the phone at the number in the description of the episode. Uh-huh. And uh, you'll Joey hear us. Dropped, well, hold on. Oh. Joey dropped a great Patreon with Katie Heindel reviewing uh, the best ranking. slot machines. Ranking. In, ranking. Of every a power ranking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's really good. And, and inducting then, uh, four into the, hall of the Round Ball Rock Slot Machine Hall of Fame. And um, I have a feeling that uh, the Tiger Woods discussion with Corbin Smith, which uh, we leaked, we released part three, I think it's going to go five. I think it's going to go five. <laughs> it's great. He's fascinating. Uh, and we are going to get back to the Lincoln lawyer. We promise. We just yeah, haven't yeah, yeah. gotten to it. In We've a been out of town. Next week, we'll have a Lincoln lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and we're going to have a slammed up next week, too. Um, there's going to be a Patreon exclusive slammed up next week. Yeah. Um, Thank you very much. We love you. And we'll see you in a minute with Vince Mancini. All right. We're here with from Uprox, from Film Drunk, from the Film Drunk Frotcast, from a uh, forthcoming Wire podcast. Um, that's right. Pod yourself the wire. Yeah, well, that <laughs> could not be a lazier title. <laughs> uh, kind of our thing. He's a uh, he's he's a. <laughs> from twitter.com um (laughs) vince mancini is here and vince mancini you are a uh film critic by trade correct that's right yeah 15 pretty pretty weird right pretty weird that that's your job yeah it is a weird job i mean you have to do other stuff too like review trader joe's beers um and then but that's actually more fun cooking contests right What's that? Cook cooking contests. You do That's a lot right. of cooking contests. Oh um, yeah. You don't like um grocery market salsa. No. He also <laughs> no. does not like jarred pasta sauce. 
I mean, I feel except like he it's... likes the Rayos one. That one. Jarred, like pa- jarred pasta sauce is <laughs> just not not a good thing. Listen, like there's some that are better than others, but it's not a thing that I would ever buy on purpose. And in fact, I judge people that do buy it. They just it just seems not very hard to make. Am I am I wrong about that? Like, that's what I think. If, you, if you're ten if, minutes, if you're a mommy um, <laughs> who has to get to work, maybe you can just dump a jarred pasta sauce into some onions and some beef. That's all I'm saying. It takes it's a lot quicker. I mean, uh, respect your children. I'm just saying. Doesn't the, doesn't the doesn't the jarred pasta sauce have onions in it usually? Right, but you got to doctor it a little bit because it sucks. Vince is right. I'm just I'm sucks. just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> if the mom's got to chop those onions. <laughs> Open yeah. open a can of tomatoes. Put them in she's, there. She's dropping a knife on Junior on accident. There's yeah. kids with spaghetti in their hair. It's a whole infomercial opening. Okay, uh, Sean, do you want to explain <laughs> why we brought old Vince on? Yes. Okay. So Vince, uh, you might not know this, and to be honest, it doesn't really make any sense. But the NBA schedule got released, and because of that. All of the NBA teams, all of the NBA teams, but I think three. The Spurs probably didn't do one. Put out. No, they made a video, Joey. Um, Three teams did not. Everyone. So let let me give you the exceptions. Um, The the Sacramento Kings had a a Twitter space instead. And that's offensive. Well, also Twitter spaces is for angry Laker fans. That is what it's for. Or Jets fans, Jets fans, or no, it's Jets fans. The Giants Giants are always doing a Twitter space. Yeah, but I would say the New York Giants, not the San Francisco Giants. I would say that probably in the metaverse or something. Um. (laughs) Twitter spaces is basically being propped up by the Lakers incompetence, basically. Yeah, Although crypto. I do think there's a lot of I do, crypto spaces too. Yeah. <laughs> so like you're either being tricked or you're trying to convince yourself. I mean, isn't isn't Taylor Horton Tucker basically a pump and dump scheme mm-hmm. yeah. in himself? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh the Timberwolves did just a series of photos that made it look like their players were FaceTiming each other in different locations. That's fine. And that sure. stood out. And then the Lakers just didn't do one at all because they're, mm-hmm. I assume, because they're too broke. Because they were making a documentary. We need another Lakers documentary. No one knows anything about that team. So is it just um, like a pumped up pump up video time to coincide with the schedule release? Well, or is it like actually yeah, and it's they schedule? Make, they, this started, I would say, like three or four years ago. They all started making quote unquote creative films. Mm-hmm. about their each team's schedule it's it's it's, it's definitely like, gone too far yeah. because also there's <laughs> always these moments where like different social media accounts from a team are going back and forth and it's like it's for no one yeah i i described it yesterday as being like this uh, like uh super bowl commercials where it started out as kind of a charming and fun thing but now it's a uh, gross and lame did yeah. any of them hire Mark Zuckerberg's sister to do like a twisted sister parody? Yeah, yeah oh exactly. <laughs> um, so, Sean, yeah, do you want to run us through? I'm going to run us through these. Happened. I'll go. I'll go quickly on the ones that we're not going to have Vince mm-hmm. watch, but the ones he is mm-hmm. watching. Well, let's start with one that Vince is going to watch. Okay, so we'll that? start. We'll start with. I want to save this one. Let's just start with the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Uh, 
and they're fe- they're featuring their uh their charming backup Theo Pinson. All right, the Dallas Mavericks. This will uh let Vince sort of know what he's in for here. I can't wait. Yeah. Bonjour, Dallas Mavericks fans. I would like to introduce you to the greatest art director of the world, Diopolis Pinton. You see this cuteness? Get all the cuteness. Get all the cuteness. So this is a, he's My shooting a puppy cat right now. My look, incredible. Uh, he's also pretending here. to be like a French director. But I'm only here for the puppy. Listeners. Monsieur Pinzon has traveled far and wide to bring you the most elegant basketball calendar. Puppies on set, please. Well, I'm only here for the puppy. So if I don't see puppies, I'm not happy. If I'm not happy... Then what are we doing here? So is Staring he, to the camera. Who's narrating? Your stars. Your stars. These stars. Unclear. I was told that I would see Luca. Because there's a guy. Do you see him? Puppy, puppy, puppy. And more puppy. Dude, baby, here. Talk to my producer, and we're completely over budget. And? Now let me see you dance. Come on. Because, I mean, you got this guy who's supposed to be French, who's the subject of the video. Mm-hmm. And he's not attempting to do a French accent at all. Mm-hmm. But the narrator, who, Give me the I'm not sure if this it is him or not him, the narrator has That's a very bad you're doing right now, but I'll French accent. You know, yeah. Here tomorrow. His name really is Theophilus, though. Which is uh, not French. The schedule is done. His genius, his brilliance. Thank you, Mizion Pinzon. Thank you. Uh-huh. All right. So, what do you think of the Dallas Mavericks as a film? How, yeah, how they, would you? So, this was just for the listeners. There was a series of puppies wearing outfits that somewhat corresponded to the NBA teams on the schedule. Which, I'm going to be honest, the first time I watched that, did not even clock that. Wait, yeah. So what would say that again? Uh, all the puppies have those those outfits they're wearing for the puppy calendar coincide to the teams they're watching. So, uh, like, okay. one of them had a little, like, wolf hat on for the Minnesota Timberwolves, etc., I think I'm glad you said that because that is the one thing that makes any logical sense about mm-hmm. this yeah. video. It sort of reminds me of a Marvel movie where like the late towards the later Marvel movies, like it's like the writers, they understand like the shape and cadence and syntax of a mm-hmm. joke. And so they can just apply it to things that are not jokes right. in any way. And mm-hmm. this it kind of feels like that, but it also kind of feels like you fed uh, the Dolly robot Mm-hmm. Um, like a bunch of different memes, and then it tried and then to also an episode of The Office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, <laughs> it's just a competing series of conceits that has no. Um, it's a competing series of conceits that has no through line, and they don't make any sense mm-hmm. why you would put them together. The, even just like the basics of the French thing. Why I guess it's French because he's. His name is uh, Theophilus. Nice. No, I mean, he's from North Carolina. He's not really. Uh, <laughs> the narrator the thought, is French. I thought he's they, they're like he's an art director. Um, so art people are French, and so mm-hmm. thus he's French. Yeah, and I think that's, that's the idea. Artist <laughs> equals French. Uh-huh. I'm. So, I still want to know whether Theophilus was the narrator. I get the sense that he wasn't, which is very weird because they had a guy who can't do a French accent 
play a Frenchman while not mm-hmm. doing a French accent. And then you had another person who also cannot do a French accent at all. <laughs> not doing will a French accent. Yeah. <laughs> it's also, I would, I would say it's an interesting choice because um, he's not like a prominent player on the team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he was on, they signed him in the middle of last season. I mean, he's under contract and everything, but is he like the 12th man maybe? Yeah, but on he this gets team? them fined constantly. He yeah, he's always like wearing a confusing outfit on the bench to try to trick people into throwing passes to him. Mm-hmm. Right? Wasn't that what he was doing in the playoffs? Yeah, he was wearing like wearing like a Warriors sweatshirt. Like a war the Warriors, yeah. So Classic anyway, and then he also basically like stands on the court. He's yeah. been fined several times for uh being too close to the court. I mean, I feel yeah. like they had to find someone with this is like a obviously con- your stars would have too much self-respect to be in this. The one. concept. Mm-hmm. A lot of people said no. I'm going to say yeah. that. Yeah. Um, uh, now, Vince, okay. uh-huh. you go to a lot of shitty film festivals. Yeah. Uh, where if you were going to program this into one of the film festivals, where would it be? Oh, man, that's that's tough. Um it, I I actually haven't they they've always begged me to go and I haven't been yet but uh uh slam dance I was go- also yeah. going to say slam dance Is this is this and this is this is what movie directors are like right Yeah <laughs> like Theophilus yeah Yeah no he did a great he, he I don't know who he studied for that but he must have yeah. been embedded for some time Yeah um, now, I will say that this is, in my opinion, the most successful of the three dog based schedule via mm-hmm. ske- schedule videos. The Charlotte Hornets had one uh, that was kind of boring where it was a bunch of rescue dogs uh, like playing with chew toys that had the other team's names on them. Mm-hmm. But there's not like a lot of NBA themed chew that toys. Makes, that it's usually better. just it's that usually- does sound better. Well, it, it's usually just, I mean, they're just running around. There's no real concept. Yeah, that's and the other. I'd rather yeah. see that. Anyway, <laughs> the other thing is, the other thing is, it they all have like hot dog toys that just have a team name patch. And then at the end, they credit the dogs and uh, they tell, they're all rescue dogs. And uh, it's Sawyer and Buster from the video are not adopted. So if you're in Charlotte, they both look pretty cute. Also, there's a dog named Boone and a dog named Sawyer, which are some uh lost ass names i would say uh oklahoma city i'm sorry that sounds so much better like that sounds like not only was there a logic behind it there was actually like a purpose to the video yeah (laughs) yeah and then oklahoma city has dogs in nba jerseys i don't know if the actors are necessarily rescue dogs but uh at the end they encourage people to adopt a dog in the oklahoma city area well but now the charlotte shot now i'm i gotta say I like Charlotte's better because as we know, representation is important in casting and maybe these pro actor dogs in Oklahoma city can play a rescue dog, you know, mm-hmm. but it's not really like an authentic yeah. uh, depiction of their journey. They need all right, search Sean. for all the dogs uh, <laughs> to see which of the actor dogs has a skull shape that most matches up with yeah, the with, rescue dogs. Uh, no, with Fidel Castro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, so I want to do. Castro. I want to do the Blazers last, if that's okay. okay. Well, just tell me where where you want to go next, dude. I want to go to the Indiana Pacers. Next. Okay, the Indiana Pacers. Here we go. 
we might have to narrate these, I think, this one in particular. So we see an, an old-timey arcade that says Indiana Jam. There's also a framed Tyrese Halliburton jersey on the wall. And uh, the fake interface. Are you ready for the Pacers schedule? Full game purchased. And we see NBA Jam combos of all the teams they go through. Uh, Man, this Zoom volume is finicky. All right. <laughs> so this is just an NBA Jam selection screen and then the dates. Yep. Um, I, they I did like- make an NBA Jam pairing for each team, and they keep switching their own pairing. I feel like... <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait till it's like super This is only a minute long, so... Okay, Vince. How what's your what's your take on the Indiana Pacers? Listen, I like this one a lot better because there's a clear concept. Mm-hmm. Um, it was they put a lot of work into the execution, but it was simple and straightforward. And uh, best of all, it doesn't seem like there are seven competing memes that they were trying <laughs> to <laughs> reference. Um, and they're going for the retro arc. I can't remember what the name of that uh, crowdfunded movie that sort of looked like double dragon that came out like oh two, yeah what was ago. that thing called i want to say it was like australian or something yeah it but it was called something weird it was like billy trouble and double uh-huh. trouble or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh yeah. yeah so this is one of this is one of a couple of um here's my problem with this go ahead right yeah, off yeah, the yeah. Bat, go ahead, go ahead. <clears throat> you're gonna show me an nba jam machine but not have like a voice saying boom shakalaka. Um, they didn't go a little far enough for me. No one ever said they were on fire. Like, yeah. yeah. Although this does, this actually is thematically consistent with yes. uh, the Indiana Pacers um, promos they were doing last year. Our friend Hannah was in one. Uh, which I think was promoting the 70s style Pacer jerseys. So they like these kind of um, the music's very consistent with what they've been doing for like mm-hmm. a year or two. Sure. They like kind of retro things. And I mean, it's Indianapolis. So the whole city is accidentally kind of retro. Yeah. <laughs> the movie was Kung Fury, by the way. Mm. Oh, oh. yeah. But yeah, that was kind of like the Kung Fury of uh, whatever schedule. What do you call these schedule videos? Yeah, schedule videos, videos yeah. sure. Okay. So, um, uh, how many percent fresh would you give this, Vince? I'm gonna say that one is uh, seventy-two percent fresh. Mm-hmm. All right. What about the Mavs one? How 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 rotten is the Mavs one? I mean, that is like <laughs> I'm gonna call say that's like thirteen percent fresh. Ooh, like, okay, ooh, that's pretty like low. A, if there's a Bucky Larson that slips under that one, I'm going to be sad about it. <laughs> oh, I mean, there's a wor- we, we will show you a worse one, I think. Mm-hmm. Although maybe it's more charming. I don't know. Um, I feel like don't try if, that. That one just smacked of trying really hard. And this one was trying a lot less hard. And mm-hmm. that in and of itself. Made yeah. Me- <laughs> uh, the Atlanta Hawks video is simply um, a rap song. I got that drip and then it's everybody wearing NBA themed grills Mm. and it's okay. It's okay. It's kind (laughs) of gross though. It's on because 
when you think about it, you're like, well, oh, it's a shot of grills. Sean hates mouth guards specifically. Well, I, don't, I just don't, I just don't want to watch like a whole minute that's like close-ups on people's mouths. You know what I mean? It feels like that feels like problematic office party theme. Yeah. And when you're zoomed in that much, like a grill, I think looks more impressive when you see like the whole face, basically. And when you zoom in too much, it's almost like, is that a really expensive retainer? You know what I mean? It doesn't make me. Anyway, I'm, I'm sure they're trying to maybe that's very I don't know. Um, the Celtics did one where there was an artist who was doing who had a sign that said one dollar drawing of you. And then all the drawings of the Celtics do not really look like them. They look mm-hmm. kind of white, I would say. Um, <laughs> everybody looks white. Everybody has the same nose. Even the people with afros, you're like, is that like it's someone that it remind. I think what they did was they got an actual Boston street artist. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think that that person draws black people ever. See, I that was the impression was just, I got. Maybe he's just worried about being canceled. He's like, I yeah, can't that, yeah. Oh, yeah. black man's features as a white man. Like it's not going to. Yeah. If I they all the, have the same nose. If I were the Boston Celtics, I simply would have had, I would have made the, uh, I would have shown the clip from Mystic River of Sean Penn being like, is that my daughter in there? And each cop that runs to grab him is the name of the team and the date of the uh, mm-hmm. the, the game. Or you can just dub daughter with the names of teams. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, Kevin Bacon's on the phone and his wife's like, the home opener's on October 9th. She finally answers the phone. Man, that movie sucks. No, it just, it would just be like, oh, that movie sucks. Is that my Atlanta Hawks in there? Yeah. And then the implication is that your team's going to kill them. Brooklyn Nets tries to be very Brooklyn. There's a Joey Badass song, and it's a lot of photos of people in Brooklyn and video of the subway. Honestly, it's pretty boring. Well, you know why, though? Because they can't show any of their players. No, they're you're right. They, exactly. might not, they might not be on the team. <laughs> yeah. So um. it's like... <laughs> It just looks like somebody's like low budget student film about like the Atlantic Center. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Okay, so let's watch the let's watch the Chicago Bulls one, which dropped like about an hour before the schedule came out. All right. Oh, thank you for letting us know when this one. Hey, look, I I watched a lot Uh, of these today. Okay, so it's Benny Benny the the Bull working at his desk. He's opening a PDF that says Bulls 22-23 schedule into his He's movie software. Yeah. hmm We see a farm. It says 5 a.m. wake up, 5.30 morning walk, a lot of footage of bulls. There's longhorns, which is confusing. Yeah, they're not really bulls exactly. <laughs> 9 a.m. morning snack. So it's like the the bulls day. A cat it's like a bull schedule. Yeah. yeah. 1 uh-huh. p.m. lunchtime. Mm-hmm. 2 p.m. nap time. Mm-hmm. And it's just pictures of bulls. Well, it's their videos stuff. of bulls. Well, videos, sorry. Videos of bulls <laughs> doing stuff. Some of these teams are lazy enough to have made it a slot show, Joey. That's all. <laughs> Benny realizes he screwed up and he's got to put in the real bulls schedule. Oh, dang it. Hmm. Okay, so this one's our first meta one. Um, I think it's really the only meta one, too. <laughs> well, well, I feel like last year they were all meta. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> well, no, I think the end of the Pelican, the Pelicans one is pretty meta, but about a different thing, not about a schedule. No, it's not about, it's not about schedule. Yeah, it's no. not. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a, a joke. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, Vince, how do you feel about uh, the Chicago Bulls? Not great. I mean, look, they clearly, <laughs> they clearly stole the whole mascot works in a cubicle concept from the ESPN promos mm-hmm. um, and then it looks like they only got their bull footage from one source mm-hmm. which yeah seems like a farm that only has longhorns which is confusing <laughs> because i associate longhorns with, texas. with like texas yeah. yeah and then even when they cut back to the benny the bull mascot he clearly doesn't have longhorn horns yeah so i'm like you you guys picked the wrong kind of bull mm-hmm. how hard did it how hard could it have been? Isn't there like public domain footage of bulls yeah. you could have used? Like, there's a lot of bulls in the country. You could get like a bull that isn't a longhorn, I imagine. Also, so you know I, what? I personally would do, would have thrown a better joke in there. You know what I mean? Like, I would have gotten at like 4 p.m., I would have put murder a human and shown, yeah. uh, shown a bull like. Uh, running over a rodeo clown, you know, or like, or like vacation to Pamplona. Yeah, yeah. you know, like like, (laughs) six p.m. Get an air-powered bolt driven through my skull. Uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Go vegan and buy Chicago Bulls tickets. I don't even like. I if you if you showed me this out of context, I wouldn't understand anything about it. Like he put a schedule, an NBA schedule, into his like computer. I thought he was tweeting Mm -hmm. it at first. Uh, and then it spit out footage of bulls. Also, those bulls don't appear to live in Chicago. So how did he confuse? Yeah. The... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like if he put a PDF into a movie making mm-hmm. software, that that's like what magically it's technically. Yeah, also, it's they were not... PDFs. Why was that a video? Anyway, again, I, computer yeah, accurate at all. The, the, the whole thing's falling apart. I will say. Excellent performance by Benny the Bull, who we know does not work a real job because he sells drugs in the arena. That's yes. his actual job. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's true. I mean, bottom line, they're asking us to suspend a lot of disbelief mm-hmm. in order to get this concept off the ground. And then in response, like, what do we get out of it? We get mm-hmm. a cat. Uh, right. Now, I, yeah. how many percent fresh on the uh, tomato meter here? Vince. Oh, I'm 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 gonna say that it's still slightly better than the uh, the Mavericks <laughs> one, so I'm gonna give that like a 15 percent fresh. Great. Um. All right. So Go I want to I want to just mention a couple uh that were not as successful. Real quickly, With farm animals. <laughs> uh, no, I think we've basically gotten all the animals now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Cleveland Cavaliers video starts with um, a quote from, I think, J.B. Bickerstaff that says all successful teams at some point in time have had a moment of disappointment. And I guess it's about them not making the plan, but it's weird because they had like a surprisingly good season. And they then after playing, though, well, I mean, they lost. The they plan. lost in the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know why that was like such a huge disappointment that you would lead your video with it. And then mm-hmm. after talking about disappointments, they lead with Kevin Love. <laughs> and they don't particularly feature their all-stars. It's like Kevin Love, Karis LeVert, then Chetty Oswin. It's It's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like way too serious because it's like you're just announcing the schedule, guys. 
there's also the Detroit Pistons one is uh, featuring the slogan Detroit versus everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it basically looks like um, one of those videos that keeps winning the ad awards in Detroiters. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, where it's just like Eminem narrating it. And it's like, Detroit, we're tough. Our pizza versus their pizza. Mm-hmm. And then they keep saying things like, it doesn't mean we're better. When you say it, don't take it personally. So it's like, well, is Detroit versus everybody? Or are you going to keep fucking apologizing? Yeah, you know what I would do if I was doing that one? I would do a low low res version. I'd cut out that Joe Lewis fist. And I uh-huh. just have it punching other uh, landmarks from around the country. Yeah, yeah. You could do like yeah. a Mike Tyson's punch out with the uh, Joe Lewis. No, fight. not even yeah. that. Just oh, uh, right. a photo of the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. Explode! Yeah. It explodes like when the it. when uh, the just a photo of the Joe Lewis uh, fist slams into it. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Can we show the Phoenix Suns one next? Yep. Okay. We sure can. And we're back with Inside the NBA Junior here at the end of playtime. I'm Ernie Johnson with Shaq, Kenny, and Chuck. Uh, these are all babies. Boys. <laughs> what are we discussing? The Suns have released their schedule for this season. It's the best schedule in the league, guaranteed. It sure is looking that way with a home opener like that. I'll wager that's the most watched home opener this year. And they've got those Cali matchups in the Pacifier division. Pacifier? Did you mean Pacific? The Babyface Assassin, The Claw, that guy from Space Jam. They're no match for D-Book, CP3, and DA. We've got big Eastern Conference matchups against the Heat and the Celtics, as we're already seeing the odds in favor of Phoenix. Right, Kenny? We're seeing 100 cookies to one on that one. Put those away, Chuck. Does Boston still have Big Baby? You and Big Baby. The great and powerful Claws. Got a gift for the Suns this year. That's right, Shaq. Another Christmas game. You know, I'm staying up past my bedtime for that game against the Joker and his Nuggets. Barbecue chicken. Compared to the Suns, barbecue chicken, all of them. We're making a huge mess over here. Let's close it out. Oh, wait. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. What's this? I don't know what I'm looking at here. That's nuts. All right. That's it. We'll see you next time on Inside the NBA Junior. And now, nap time. This has been Inside the NBA Junior. To see a full Sun schedule, visit suns.com slash 2022 schedule. Okay, Vince, what did you think of uh, Inside the NBA Junior? Okay, I mean, it's a clear concept. They're mm-hmm. doing Inside the NBA with babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, fine. It's a, it's a joke. Like, I get it. That's mm-hmm. not bad. Like, I understand what they're going for, <laughs> but I feel like it's undone by the actual voice work. The, the like voice, they, the voiceover being the same guy and doing Charles sort of Barkley. a racist voice. Yeah, so the voice. Kenny Smith yeah. voice is racist. The Charles Barkley voice is like Charles, but gay. Like, like, why is he lisping? I mean, is they, that like a part of Charles Barkley's voice that I didn't like know? a Frank Caliendo for the NBA? Like they yeah. could, uh, give him, give him. <laughs> they like couldn't have hired four guys. <laughs> I mean, the shack was fine. <laughs> yeah. 
It's just weird that Shaq and Ernie have the same voice anyway, though. You know what I mean? Like that's and also... they didn't really get babies that looked like the people. Uh-huh. Like they kind of they, they they sort of did, but yeah. They now what I will the say, the Ernie's good, the Charles is good, the Shaq baby is not like great. And the Kenny Smith, say, Kenny Smith one, it was like they just didn't have anything. The there. Shaq baby should have been an adult. That's what they should have done. <laughs> or like a five-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, um, the Shaq baby had hair. That was weird. <laughs> Like, yeah, I will you can't say find a bald hat for a baby of, of no. the ones we've watched thus We're far. This baby. is the most successful, um, mm. I would say. Or are you still liking the Indiana one better? I, yeah, that, that, that one, I like the Indiana one a lot better. The, <laughs> no, the voices alone made me very uncomfortable. They're very uncomfortable, but at least I see the, jo- uh, there's jokes in this one. You know what I mean? I could Other see than- the, I could see where they're going for, but none of them actually landed. And uh, I don't know how much, to, I don't know how much credit to give them for that. It's not completely from outer space, like the Dallas Mavericks one, <laughs> but it's like, it's very like that didn't work also. Right. All right. What's, what percentage fresh is this? Uh, I'm going to give that 27% fresh. Oh, so rotten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so Vince, just so you know, uh, the Golden State Warriors also did a fake inside the NBA and they called with it children. SNT mm-hmm. with Splash Network television. And they had an adult playing Bernie Johnson and then kids. Mm-hmm. But they're not really playing anyone specific. And the jokes are like are not really except the kid was like, Denver Nuggets what if they were the chicken nuggets and then oh. one kid says what if the winner was the team that had the most fun and it's really embarrassing also it's three and a half minutes long it's Oof. the worst one I think it is I want I think it's the worst one anyone made yeah. what yeah. level of staffer is charged with making these uh-huh. and like how many how many people are involved like do you think <laughs> this is a matter of too many people involved or not enough people involved and also what's the budget right oh, yeah. some of these um <laughs> Like the 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 bulls flew to a longhorn farm and filmed for like hours. Yeah, <laughs> spent at least forty five minutes there. Um, now, do you do we want to look at the second worst one, the Houston Rockets? Sure, it's seven minutes long. We I think just show the, the beginning thing, and then no, we yeah. got it. We got to jump ahead during it, right? Um. Uh, yeah, the Rockets, Vince, for some reason, made one that is seven minutes long. Seven and a half minutes long. And it is inexplicable. Like, the pacing is so weird. It's the outside of the arena. A player is walking up to the arena. It's and- rookie Jabari Smith. But they don't tell you that. <laughs> Man, come on now. His key card doesn't Look, work. I already talked to him. He doesn't want to go there. I guess that's the GM, probably. Who's Mastro? I, I don't. A, I think it's, it's a, a steakhouse owned by Tillman Fertitta. So up, there's little Thursday. There's yeah. little Easter eggs. Every button on the elevator was a different schedule in a game. Uh, okay. And then the doors had a schedule. Oh. Watch out, bro. Watch out, bro. Come on, bro. Now they go into Eric Gordon's oh, room where he mm. he's yeah, watching his good. own highlights. This mm. is the only mm. good part. Mm. He's got some bobble heads on his desk. Mm. This is another fake office. Yeah. Uh, I remember them days. 
Eric Gordon's wearing a lav mic, but for some years. reason, Javari Smith yeah. is. Oh, he is wearing one. The sounds it's just not on. Not <laughs> yes. All right, can you go forward a little bit? Like 30 seconds. So now we have a scene where he sits down at his desk and rookie Jalen Green, who's drawing things. Now, for some reason, he has Paolo Banquero as his desktop background. And now Jalen Green is throwing wadded up paper at him and missing this little basketball hoop, which is sort of like a metaphor for his season Mm -hmm. where he shot very poorly as the number two pick in the draft. Mm -hmm. Uh, Skip ahead, I think, if you can. I'm just working on this project. Until they're in the conference room. Stay away from oh, my mascot in an office, okay? That's okay. Mascot, it's very this is sports. So like I'm, I'm now everyone's coming out, to the <laughs> conference room <laughs> for some reason. What do you mean? Uh, I was gonna sit this. Man, you just gonna have no, to move. rock, paper, scissors. They're like improving and doing rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do it again. What's your name? Jabari. You open, you open <laughs> cars. <laughs> Nah, I'm the locksmith. Bro. I don't the understand locksmith. that joke. For some like reason, they're calling him the locksmith. Is that actually Jabari Smith's nickname, Joey? Yo. And then something insane happens here. Hey. Uh, Clutch like, the bear is dancing on the on the he's, conference he's table. Machine gun Kelly. Uh-huh. Guys are going crazy. Mr. Silas is coming. And now Coach. <laughs> Coach Silas is here. You know what? He's wearing sunglasses and he's in slow motion. I'm going to tell you right now, this is not the second worst one. This is the best one. (laughs) (laughs) It's so long and it's like, it is filmed like a middle school project. Anyway, it is crazy. Uh, the, the coach's shoes have the date of their Charlotte game on it. Also, acting right. like Steven Silas is cool is hilarious. Well, they also showed him taking it. Nerd. They showed him taking his sunglasses off three separate times. Yeah. There, Joey. I want to welcome everybody here. And to now the meeting. we have some. They basically to talk show. About. Also, want to welcome everybody on Zoom. And the Zoom is basically just a different alternative version of the scheduled video release. None of these players are identified. I'm excited for the season, you know. What are we doing now? Hey, Houston fans, I'm so excited to come back to this. Alperin And for some reason, John Lucas is shooting his part pointed at his own neck. There's a song called Buckets. Boy, am I excited about the Rockets? Obviously, I got to work on the old uh, vocal cords here. I guess he's the announcer. That's the way. Got to work in Smash. (laughs) John, mute your mic. People probably don't remember the Smurfs. You tell old Smurfs. Oh, the names are on the side as participants in the Zoom Zoom call. Oh, we're not here to kiss that. We're here to kick that. Wait, why? It's going to be so much. Did you say Jalen Green, Sean, was in this I video? thought he was the one I think shooting... that was Josh Christopher. I think you're oh. confusing big hair guys. I'm sorry. Jalen Green I... is on the Zoom. It doesn't make sense that they'd both be. Well, there's only six people on the Zoom. <laughs> so, and there's eight names listed. I just, why aren't they identifying these players' names? Rocket this whole team is rookies. Buggies, 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 buggies. 
I guess that's Jalen Green in the that's car with the buckets. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that was Josh Christopher missing? As you know, the schedule came out today. We've got a lot of stuff to do. This is how it's going to go. And that's it. Now, now they show the schedule very slowly. For a very long time. A really long... Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, Sean, that's the best one. Uh, it's so weird um, that I love it. I love that. <laughs> yeah, but that Vince, one, that one came from think? a place of, uh, you know, you're making, you're in video productions class in high school and you're putting all your friends in it and the audience for the end result is those friends. Yeah, so yeah. I believe like this was the team. They want to get every member of the team in there. They're going to be the ones that actually watch this video. Mm -hmm. um, I can't argue with that logic. And on top of it, uh, they had like one stunt with the uh, mascot. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's something. That's a reason to watch a thing. It had a real man alive. Like he's cool is also very funny to me. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it looks like they were trying to shoot it on like one VHS tape and they literally only had seven minutes of tape. Mm -hmm. And so the, like anything that happened there, like we got to use it because we, <laughs> we we got this tape and the front of it is actually just Willy Wonka taped off TV. Mm -hmm. They did not have linear editing capabilities when this was made. It's it was just only... the sound is so weird, too, because they're actually wearing labs. And yet <laughs> well, also, weird that also Jabari Smith's is... nickname is the locksmith, but they don't yeah. really make that clear. <laughs> there is a point where he has like a million keys. Mm hmm. <laughs> and and it just leads to um, Josh Christopher, I guess, opening a drawer. Mm -hmm. Well, more That's of it, those and it's not really a reveal. Teams. More yeah. crazy ones. That That's was what insane. I'm for <laughs> a lot of insight. I mean, it's like it was like the rookie show when the when the NFL players. It was clearly the audience for that was the team. And yeah. that, oh, also, I'm sorry. There is a there is a point. Sorry, when they unlock the drawer, Josh Christopher manages to get out fish food. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then he feeds his fish and the idea is like maybe his fish have been starving because there mm -hmm. isn't a locksmith there and then clutch the bear sticks his head over like he's going to eat his goldfish mm -hmm. and he's like leave the fish alone yeah this is good this it's really good weird one. it's so weird yeah <laughs> this is out <laughs> this one's outsider art i would yeah. say yeah uh, what, Wesley percent, Willis of, uh... what percent fresh is that one vince I'm going to give that one 69% fresh. Yeah, that's correct. That's the All right. correct one. Uh, All we're right, going to so. go real quickly. Uh, the Clippers one is called Never Sleep, and it starts with Coach Tyron Lue saying that he wants the players to get some rest, mm -hmm. but they're too excited to play. Uh, the Clippers are just known for resting their players all the time. That's their organizational <laughs> philosophy. Yep. And then at the end, uh, guard Reggie Jackson yells, we're almost back, <laughs> which is like not that inspiring mm -hmm. also they, um, uh, especially because their two best players have been injured for like two straight seasons it's weird to say yeah that. um the memphis one let's watch the memphis one real quick i oh did wait, not actually let's one. go let's go to the next one i'm sorry All let's right, go to the next one sorry here we oh, go this is gonna be great sorry <laughs> to the media capital It's Obi Toppin asleep on his couch and it this says This season, fall in love with the New York Knicks. Steps back, three-pointer. So it's kind of a retro-looking commercial. Fall in love with New York forever. 82 incredible games. With all your favorite players. 
The journey begins in Memphis and continues at the world's most famous arena. You said this looks like a 70s late night commercial. I eight. would say. Oh, all your favorite players, and then they go a lot of wipes. not mention any of the players. Chicago no. and Boston. Reunite with old friends when Atlanta comes to town. And, the and enjoy of Christmas Day at the Garden against Philadelphia. Spend time with the neighbors across the river. It's weird it keeps cutting back to Obi Toppin confusedly watching. Looking skeptical. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why Obi Toppin's in it. Yeah. Like, Just put out this. Yeah. 41 games around the country. 41 games at the Mecca of basketball. The games you can't wait to tweet about. <laughs> And the games you can't wait to attend. That's a funny shot of the guy it's tweeting the in the hot tub. <laughs> NBA season. It's New York Knicks basketball. It's New York forever. Call 877-NYK-DUNK. That's 877-695-3965. Or go to Knicks.com to find a season or group plan that works for you. Make a plan to visit the world's most famous arena today. <laughs> and then he looks confused, confused again. <laughs> I just don't understand the framing device. Yeah. That one, if it's just the commercial, is far and away the best one. But they added a storyline to it that I don't understand. <laughs> it's like they want they want, they made a a infomercial style video and then they also felt like they were doing a infomercial about their own infomercial. Like he's gonna, <laughs> yeah. He's going to discover a new product that's going to make a better infomercial than the one they just mm -hmm. made. Yeah. And he looks very confused every time. They, and mm -hmm. they continually cut to him. And it's he like, kinda, you're on the team, man. You know what this is. <laughs> I think he was, he's kind of like Kima from The Wire where, you know, she has like one acting move where every, mm -hmm. she starts every line where she's just like, and then uh, she scoffs at everything. Like, he's kind of he's kind of like that. He's got one acting move where he's just like, "What?" And then, so he does that every time. Uh, also hilarious to tell the Knicks, the people who hate their team the most, to tweet <laughs> about the team. We yeah. know you can't wait to tweet about how depressed these games make you. <laughs> Man, tweet some more death threats at the players that you hate. <laughs> <laughs> uh Vince. yeah the players that's just that's just irresponsible the players are like Could yeah they're really encourage these people to tweet at me anymore put the target on them also i gotta say obi Toppin officially is the best sport on the knicks though because again he's not really a starter or their biggest star at all but he was willing to do the commercial mm -hmm. there's a very funny shot of isaiah hartenstein in this <laughs> thing where he's like in a boardroom for some reason smiling but yes um vince what percent fresh is that film you just watched? Yeah, I appreciate I did, you know, the framing device unnecessary, as you say, but I did appreciate the throwback to, uh, you know, uh, commercial like infomercials mm -hmm. for um, compilation albums. Plus, you get Mike Breen's voice doing it, which is yeah. like really unfair for the Knicks. It's a real leg right. up. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say that's 57 percent fresh. I like it. So nice. So nice. currently our number one is the Rockets insane one or is it the Pacers? I forget. No, I got to go. Pacers was thematically <laughs> consistent and well executed. Yeah. And okay. it was right. like 
40 seconds long. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, like that Rockets one is so long. <laughs> um, all, right, all right, Sean, what's all right. next? I want to mention that the Memphis Grizzlies <laughs> one is better than I realized because it's basically just a weird commercial where they put up a date and then a guy or a girl in that team's jersey like jumps in the pool in a funny way mm-hmm. and then which i guess is a memphis tradition called pool slicing but i didn't read that before i selected them mm-hmm. so i'll say that one has a little bit of a david gordon green feel because cool. it's yeah. like not the players or anything it's just random people jumping into pools I mean, but that's it's kind fun. of that's funny kind of yeah. hypnotic and it's yeah. and it's a minute long too yeah. so that's uh the miami heat have an insane one where the guy keeps getting spam calls about his car's extended warranty but the caller is just the date of a game every time and then the big joke at the Why end did you make us watch that one <laughs> it was too i tried to pick one so i thought we're better this one's insane it's also it's also like troubling to hear because they play that we want to talk to you about your car's extended warranty like 20 times in 25 seconds uh and then at the end his car is broken down and he goes i guess i should have hi i'm calling about my car's extended warranty Cab. anyway um the miami bucks have a weird one where they're just promoting their own tiktok i had to look it up <laughs> it's one of those like tiktok duet things and the audio uh-huh. is from a show called dance moms okay uh ask, which yeah did the 76ers make one with their uh with their partner that is the um confusing metaverse company that used to be like a chinese cement company but uh, oh yeah that that one is weird uh theirs is just like uh it looks kind of nice but it's just a spinning like it's a spinning basketball but they've made it look like half of it is a sixers like part of the basketball is a sixers logo part of it is the opponent's logo and part of it is like a geographical feature uh like when they play the warriors it shows the ball that has like part of a Sixers logo, part of a Warriors logo, and then like mm-hmm. the Golden Gate Bridge. So it's not very, it's just not very exciting. And also mm-hmm. the audio, it, it's not really very podcast friendly, mm-hmm. I would say, but it doesn't have anything to do with that weird company, unfortunately. Oh, that's sad. I wanted to see the uh, the, the badly Chinese made website incorporated. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, Sean, let's next? watch the Pelicans. Okay. This is the only one that I saw people share in my feed as if it was good last uh, yesterday, by the way. This is good, um, <laughs> I think, right. but okay. It was David Griffin, his office. It's office he, and he's not there. He's got, got a steady cam. Or maybe it's just CGI, I can't tell. I think that is a, a Supposedly, CGI. yeah. We'll explain context later, Sean. He is sitting at center court playing, playing the piano. The piano. some film majors uh, yeah. working on this one. There's highlights of uh, the Pelicans succeeding. Lights on. Janitor's there. You get used to it. So at the end, oh, it says get you some. Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe so- he's playing a song. I believe that's also the name of the song he's playing. Um, so Vince... 
For, I want to hear before we tell you what that was about, what you thought of that. <laughs> what I thought it's, of it. I mean, it's baffling again, if you eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was it about some. I mean, once again, we have like the two most common themes in these, which is unnecessary framing device um, and allusions to the office and copying like the mm-hmm. old sports center uh, promos. So those were all there, but there was also like some competent uh, like cinematography, mm-hmm. which does seem to put it above a lot of the other ones. Well, it's I, not better I, than the Rockets. We got, we have to much. give him the background yeah. <laughs> now, I think. Uh, okay. So so last year, that was there was the a GM, David Griffin. The, yeah, the president and GM of the New Orleans Pelicans. The guy at the end was Zion Williamson, their young star. And there was a rumor last year that in order to bond with Zion, uh, the GM had come to his hotel room and played the piano for him. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it turned and out so, to be a lie. They all denied yeah, they it. they all denied but it. The rumor was that David Griffin invited Zion to his hotel room to listen to him play the piano. And I Zion thought he thought came to weird. no no yeah. no no he, had a he didn't come to his, Zion's or okay. in his hotel room yeah yeah well I mean it worked for the Nexium cult guy mm-hmm. he <laughs> it, like that guy just shows the heights that you can reach mm-hmm. if you learn one song on the piano and yeah. playing it really well like the the people that you can bond with through that sky's the limit uh, I can play one song on the piano too by the way there you go start it's a cult. the Doogie Howser theme. <laughs> So basically they're referencing a funny thing everyone made fun of them for last year. I think um, I think that gives it positive points. Yes, agree. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what makes and it good. And <laughs> I like the kind of behind the curtain thing of the the crappy production that someone's just waving powder in the air to make it look misty in the yeah. arena yeah or i mean I it's actually the know. practice i actually but... don't like that part yeah i could have done without the framing yeah. device because i think like the the benefit the good things about it is that it's a weirdly competently made video mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's, yeah. shot, it's shot well and like the see framing what i nice. would have done is then midway through the video had zion sit down at the piano with him and they start playing chopsticks like yeah duet like together oh that'd be good um, yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, did Zion Zion Williamson? I gotta say, not an encouraging gait in that. He seemed like he was limping and like not moving very well. Well, they might but have filmed he, it last year, so. Um... You also have to consider that they got an actual star of the team to be in the video. True. Which none yeah, that's actually the videos they, yet have done. Well, the Rockets got all of their their players okay. to be. No, there, but he. So. The, the, they don't have any stars. That's why it's so weird that everyone's like. Yeah, we you know Steve from our biology <laughs> class. We don't need to introduce him. Whereas other fans are like, who is the Turkish guy? Oh, well, I don't know, Sean. They do have one star, and he's in the video, and he... His name's Eric Gordon? Um, all right. Um, is that who you mean? Yeah, didn't you just hear it? I played Let's Ride, baby. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Um, all right. <laughs> um, okay. They, uh, the Orlando Magic have a weirdly aggressive one, uh, where their well, mascot was 81% fresh, by the way. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, thank, yeah, you, thank you, thank That's, you, yeah, yeah. Um, stuff the magic dragon is dropping things and popping balloons, and then weirdly they get swept up. So there's like it says when they're playing the heat, he takes a cactus and then he just drops the cactus and uh, kills the. the well, I mean, it's it's more like it's more like you know the pot breaks. The cactus is mm-hmm. pretty much okay. He's only 
the mascot's only dropping it from like three feet. Um, he drops a glass jar that's full of peaches for the Hawks game. And the peaches seem fine. Like, that's the thing. It's not enough. It's just like a lot of glass that breaks and then they sweep it up. And then at the end, he pops a bunch of balloons. It's just weirdly aggressive. You know what like I mean? It. I'd rather it it's was aggressive. bullshit too. Like Georgia ain't got peaches. We got way more peaches than Georgia. <laughs> I don't know why he's cleaning it up so regularly. All that's right. the that's the weird thing. Okay. Um, okay. Let's uh okay, Blazers so, or nuggets. Those are the two I have left. Oh, let's do the nuggets right now. Okay. Yeah. You want to finish on the Blazers. I want to finish on the Blazers. Yes, okay. yes, because we have a because I want to I want to have the jazz response right okay. after it. Okay. All right. The Nuggets Trail, Road to the Playoffs. This looks like the Oregon Trail. Sure, yeah. And uh, the wagon has the year is oh, 2022. You begin the road to the playoffs here. on the Nuggets Trail. The conquest will set forth from Denver. Oh, it's way too long. Yeah, yeah. Way too much text. Okay. They're facing the Lakers. It says play, press enter to size up the situation. LeBron and cross the lake. Yeah. Jokic has a headband. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Now there's an animation of them. It's Jamal Murray. They're forging the river. Uh, Jamal Murray's there. Nikola Jokic is there. Is that one of Aaron Gordon in the middle? Dysentery, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> uh, the Golden Gate Bridge is broken. So they have to cross the bay. A years ago, they wouldn't have had to cross the bay. And they're they're on like a another raft. Mm-hmm. Why are they crossing the Golden Gate Bridge? Where are they going to go play in Marin? That's a good question. Yeah, where do they come from, Denver? Um, I'm going to tell you right now, this is taking too long. Um. Uh, then oh, and then you have to go hunting mm-hmm. instead of going to Phoenix. So now Jamal Murray shoots a deer. Shoot a T wolf. Oh, yeah. you can't shoot a wolf. Rude. Mm-hmm. Well, you can in the old the olden oh, days. It's a, it's They're shooting the grizzlies. That's true. They're shooting a raptor. That's funny. <laughs> Why does he have a bow and arrow though? Because <laughs> uh, you can't put a gun on here. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you've successfully defeated all the the area and now they're back at the arena if they don't win a damn championship at the end of this uh mm-hmm. they actually didn't win they just made it back to ball arena mm, great uh it's funny that bones highland made the cut and aaron gordon and michael porter jr did mm-hmm. not yeah all right um i would say i liked that one for the first 15 seconds and then it went on far too long um yeah Thematically consistent, but not well executed. Yeah. <laughs> they put a lot of jokes in it. I like the hunting part. It's just I, tough. I would have I would have maybe made the cut the first river crossing and just gone with the they bridge. They crossed two rivers, yeah. Yes. I also would have maybe um figured out a way to shoe in shoehorn in more games. Uh because yeah. like the first also, like half of the video is only the Lakers and the Warriors, and then he starts hunting, and then sh- you see yeah. more games. And but I'm like... sorry, like the 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 bow and arrow is a sticking point to me because one <laughs> for, for one thing, they're like they're the nuggets, they're like gold prospectors. Mm-hmm. Could you not have had him throw like if you don't want to use a gun, which would mm-hmm. would have been most accurate, like have him throw a pickaxe or something, mm-hmm. or like a mm-hmm you know uh the dish the, the little gold panning dish or uh-huh. something but, yeah. well, a basketball 
Yeah, or a basketball. Instead, you got the bow and arrow, which feels a little bit like cultural appropriation and also just not thematically consistent. Um, how, how many percent fresh is that, Vince? Uh, I'm going to say that is 36% fresh. Okay. Mm. All right. I, I um, expected a little higher than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, so we have we the, we have the Toronto Raptors, which do a very similar defiance vibe to Detroit, mm-hmm. and they claim it's shot and edited by the fans. And I was like, how did all the fans edit it? Like, oh, so it's like they're that all Beastie in the Boys Bay documentary, kind of. But the <laughs> editing part still threw me. Um, but it's also like Toronto does not have the same defiant vibe as Detroit, uh, and also they show two different people wearing Scotty Barnes Rookie of the Year T-shirts, and I'm like, okay. Hey, Donovan Mitchell, relax. <laughs> it's not that cool to win rookie of the year. Um, okay. And then uh, the Washington Wizards do one that was so confusing to me because it was the schedule reveal app. And I guess it was, it's supposed to be the Wizards doing the Be Real app mm-hmm. where, you know, the Be Real app, guys? I mean, mm-hmm. I've heard of it. Uh... Yeah. You have to just take a picture where you are. And so G Wiz sees that the schedule goes up and he's standing in front of the Washington Monument. And then there's some very unexciting fake be real graphics. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's that's what they did. Um, OK, two more. Uh, sorry, the San Antonio Spurs uh, just have the the coyote. Our nemesis, mm-hmm. the the craziest well, we mascot in the NBA. The we love he's him. our nemesis, but we also love him. Yeah, you know? he's at a record store spinning records, and they're very stereotypical. Um, mm-hmm. When when the Coyote plays, like when they're at the California stretch of the schedule, it's like a fake California love two thousand one era mm-hmm. uh, hip hop beat. Yeah, and then there's like twangy music. Anyway, it's fine. It's actually good production value. Okay, so the last one I want to show. Um, and the Utah Jazz one is going to be very similar to this. The Portland Trailblazers. Okay. Hmm. And I'm going to consider this a final tribute to their late owner, Paul Allen. Okay. Because the so team's what, about to be so, sold to Nike. So it's on the, uh, it, it, this video is about to take place on the uh, Epstein Island. Is that what you're saying? Hmm. Well, I mean, um. he has his own <laughs> sex yacht, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes, 37. Oh, it's like Windows. Why? Because Paul Allen was the Microsoft guy. Okay. I mean, it's very similar. The similar graphical look to the Denver one. I don't know why they needed that modem song to be so long. Mm -hmm. Everybody's really into retro electronics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, he's opening old emails. That's for the first home game. Um, an AOL instant messenger for uh, them talking talking smack CJ McCollum says there's no way we're going to lose Dame says you stink this is taking too long I'll tell you that much and then Uh, CJ McCollum shows the top 8 for MySpace mm -hmm. they're top 8 matchups a pop up for some pistons uh, games. Uh, a lot of pop-ups. Uh, now we're, we're going to solitaire. solitaire, and that's the Kings games. Mm-hmm. Got the celebration graphic. Wearing Microsoft Paint. Paint now, drawing in the Raptors basketball. 
And then the Blazers logo. I wish it Dame wasn't Jr. so Dame, Dame. Uh, but then we're at Ask Blaze. When do we uh, play the Warriors? Mm -hmm. They're only hyping the home games, by the way. Yeah, smart. Who cares? Minesweeper. Yeah. Why? Why do you bother with road games? You're trying to sell. You're trying to sell tickets here. Uh, the uh, Lakers are the Minesweeper. Reveals those dates. Uh, and then we go to weather. weather for the heat. Chess. Mm -hmm. uh, the queen chess took a the... knight. That's the Mavericks. Mm -hmm. Checkmate, you win. Okay, I think that was checkmate. Mm -hmm. And now oh, we're seeing the full schedule in uh, Word while Clippy uh, asks, tells you where to go buy tickets. Yeah. Um, that's it, right? We're done? Yeah, that's, that's okay. it. Vince, how did you feel about our last video of the podcast? I mean, thematically consistent, but just mm -hmm. dull as hell. It's not really a video. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a snooze. That's Remember the Chronicle guy where he has the... the yeah, in the chair. The man jumping out of the yeah, chair is the that best That would be one. a man snoozing with his hat on. Yeah, so it's not yeah. the empty chair. It's one above the empty chair. The snoozing yeah. man, yeah. Yeah, like, good job, but, uh, like, good job at making a boring and banal thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, uh, taking too long on certain things like that, the, the fake aim chat, way too much. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, also, not, I mean, if you're not cool <laughs> arguing with CJ McCollum. Um, yeah. now Who I just want to tell you, the team anymore, by the way, like, and had no say in that conversation, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, and let me let me just tell you that the Utah Jazz had a similar version of this, but it's an iPhone. I have, so they it, have if like, you want me to play it. Uh, yeah, let's play it. I mean, it sucks, but let's play it because we do have a call about uh -huh, it. Yeah. Um, All right, let's play it. It's a fake. It. It's the iPhone version of this, Vince, mm -hmm. not Windows. Instead, it's oh apps. Okay. Okay. New color scheme. Why would the Jazz do that? Mm -hmm. What's going Clip on? Clip of Brian Windhorst. I mean, this one's better simply just because it has Brian Windhorst in it. The graphics Utah are frenetic. Flipping the NBA upside down. First up on the team schedule, cool. these guys. At least there is some video component in it. There's mm. flashing. <laughs> Even if that video has dating, I guess that's Tinder. Uh, or mascots. So much is happening. All these graphics are popping up. There are like seven graphics in the background going while ones pop up. Okay, now there's a fake, fake duo jazz, lingo. jazz lingo mm -hmm. in Slovenian. Then there's a ticket app. Mm -hmm. Now Wait. the uh, Warriors are texting to see if they want to play Jazz Wordles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and now there's a weird a fake iTunes. Today. Yeah. Jazz versus Lakers, and also that's the jazz new theme is crossing guard yellow. <laughs> At least this one, here's the one I, I don't understand why there's a video of a girl in the middle of it, but at yeah. least this one is like, 
One you can just see on Twitter without turning the sound on. You know what I mean? And at least, at yeah. least there's a person uh, that's not. You know, like just scrolling graphics doesn't do a ton for me. Like, I like when there's at least a person in there, even if it's like Black Bear Diner commercial level production. Uh huh. Uh huh. I think this one's terrible. I mean, yeah, I'm bored. Yeah. Well, the problem is they're using the conceit of the iPhone, which supposedly to justify all these things but like you can literally do anything on the iphone like you can watch videos mm-hmm. you can open app, like you could watch any kind of video you could film a seven minute uh video <laughs> revealing your schedule exactly. uh, uh-huh. with all yeah. your friends and then like, not edit it at all just put it up <laughs> yeah bad concept bad execution and also boring <laughs> um so should we hear what greg our jazz fan friend had to say about this one real quick before we let vince go yeah, let's let's just hear his All review right. of it. Right. Here, here is Greg uh, talking about that video. Oh, listen to his podcast, uh, Brigham Young Money, uh, the leftist <laughs> podcast about Utah uh, about Utah politics. Oh um, yeah, and follow him on Twitter at Dad Shamdad. Hi boys, it's Greg, your official Utah Jazz correspondent. Uh, you guys reached out and asked if I could uh, summarize the Utah Jazz schedule release video. And I, I just have to say up front, I'm, I have to apologize. I'm sorry. I, I could not make it through the entire video without seizuring and foaming at the mouth. It's so busy. And absolutely no one should be exposed to that much highlighter yellow. It seems like the type of thing that like they would play at Guantanamo Bay to try to like get some sort of uh, elaborate confession out. Um, and I hate it. And I hate this team so much. And I hate Ryan Smith. So, uh, my opinion of the video is as followed, uh, pee pee poo poo. Strong words, strong words from, from dad sham dad. Yep. Uh, thank you, Dad Shamdad. Thank you, Vince Mancini, host of Thanks the Frogcast. Thanks for reviewing these terrible videos. Uh, thank you for introducing me to these terrible, yeah. terrible things. Uh, what do you want to plug? Uh, yeah, check out uh the patreoncom frockcast. We got our. You can find all of our stuff there. The Film Drunk Frockcast, our Sopranos podcast, Pod Yourself a Gun, and our new Wire podcast, Pod Yourself the wire and uh <laughs> mm-hmm. and of course you can always find me on uprox writing lots of movie reviews and stuff yeah. uh sean anything you want to plug um i'll be in elk grove in sacramento mm-hmm. um and then uh that'll be on uh comedy under the stars on september 16th and then i will be in the city of chicago on september 12th and 13th but yeah. i don't know what shows I'm don't get yet. gored by any longhorns. I'm going to see I, I'm tagging along on a business trip and then we're going to try to see the Giants on Saturday and the 49ers on for, on Sunday. Um, great. And then uh, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz. We're on 8 I tweeted. Good thing I didn't sign that deal with McLaren. Um, not really sure what that has to do with, um, but, uh, Sean, did you write a song? I did. Uh, I, with, with my frequent collaborator, big fan of the podcast, Bruce Springsteen, I wrote a song about, uh, Boston's trade rumors. It's called I'm Jalen Brown. 
Uh, great. That was playing under us now. Uh, trust the process. Trust the process. Shut it down. Let's all stop making these videos. Just put up the schedule. We don't need to. Do yeah, but we look. The pivoting to video was a scam that people like Vince all lost their jobs over. We don't need to propagate it anymore. Thank you very much. Fuck you, Mark Zuckerberg. Looking at my phone, reading that KD. I can feel the world from coming down. I go to lunch with Kalinari. Gives me a look like I'm heading out of town. Brad's even says he's standing pat, but why did Ben Simmons add me to a group chat? I'm Jalen Brown, 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 Brown. 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 We trade for Brogdon and we get one guy who can dribble the ball. Traded IT after he got hurt. Well, they only walk out who were really tall. I'm sick and tired of us hoarding draft picks, yeah. Collecting picks just to shop a shop a shop me around, 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 around. I'm Jalen Brown, 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 Brown. I'm Jalen Brown, 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 Brown. I'm Jalen Brown, 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 Brown. Play that sax, Todd Lord. Most Celtics fans think this is Dave Brubeck. The inventor of jazz. I was fast on Ramadan now. Kevin O'Connor doesn't think it's hard. I remember when we had Hayward. My defense used to be my calling card. I used to shut down little point guards. On place Kyrie would shut team meetings down. We used to shut down teams at the garden. Now Andrew Wiggins gets his kicks by just shutting me down, 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 down. I'm Jalen Brown, 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 Brown. 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 I'm Jalen Brown, hey, I think I'm Brooklyn bound. I'm Jalen Brown, 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 Brown. I'm Jalen Brown, hey, I buy I'm Jalen Brown, 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 Brown. I'm Jalen Brown, 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 Brown. I'm Jalen Brown, hey, hey, I I traded to Brooklyn town, yeah. Oh, yeah, hey. Oh, yeah, Steve Nash's career's going down. I'm Jalen Brown, 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 Brown. I'm Jalen Brown. I'm getting tricked for Kevin Durant. That's what this song's about, about, about. Training Jalen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.